for my health. I thank you for the health of all. And for those who are sick and suffering, Father, I'm praying for them in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen once again. Amen. Once again. Amen. Five, four, three, two, one. We're live. The seed of positivity. When God made Adam, when he said, let us make man, let us make man, as are the Elohims, the seven spirits around the throne. You find them in the 11th chapter, the book of Isaiah. I'm just kind of setting the stage here for us today for this seed of positivity. But when he created man, he created man as a seed of positivity. That means that we were to produce those things that are positive. And the enemy knew this because the enemy had already destroyed himself. And he knew that if he can get man to do the same thing that he did, that the same thing would happen to man. And man fell for that. And see the condition that we're in? See, it's not the earth that's the problem. It's man on the earth that's causing the problem. See, everything else is in its place, you see. So God said, let us make man, let us make him in our image, which is spiritual, and in our likeness we are gods. The Bible says, know ye not that ye are gods? The Bible says that know ye not that when he comes, you shall be just like him? Well, who is he? Who's coming to get you? God. He said, we're going to be like him when he comes. I'm just giving you the word. I don't care about your religion. All kind of people come up in here with all kind of ideas and stuff. But most of the time, what they come up in here is false truth because of religion. Religion will not allow you. See, religion is man-made. Spirituality is from God. God is not interested in our religion. He's interested in our relationship and our spiritual inclination with him. So we got to leave religion alone because there's too much false teachings. You see, if the blind lead the blind, then they both fall in a ditch. Amen? In other words, Paul said it like this, you'll be shipwrecked. Mm -hmm. So, what the enemy did was, the enemy knew that if I can just take some negative influences called sin, pride, and shoot it into his seed of positivity, then the light in him would turn to be darkness. Amen? Because Lucifer was the light bearer. And see, what you got to understand, I'm going to jump a little bit ahead of myself for a minute here. But see, what you got to understand, church, is that Lucifer being the light bearer, he still thinks the light belongs to him. He never defaulted that thought. So this is why the more anointed of people in other words, the greater the anointing, the greater the light. The greater the light, the greater the adversity because light draws the enemy like light draws a candle moth. 
it draws the enemy to it. The more light you have in you, the more hell you're going to catch. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Not going to play around with that, see. Not, 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 don't, don't, don't confuse now. Don't, don't confuse the anointing. Don't confuse the anointing with how much you might think you know. Because more than likely what you think you know got some flaws in it. And then you start teaching this wrong doctrine to other people. And then what happens is now you instead of you got one ignorant person, now you got two ignorant persons. Because you don't know the word, but in your mind you think you know, but you really don't know. So the enemy, what he does is he tries to blind us. He tries to infuse in that seed of positivity, negativity. Amen? Amen. But let's go to the word. I think it's 1 Corinthians up there. What's the first? 1 Corinthians 15. Put it up there for me, please. First Corinthians 15, 38 through 42. I'm going to read it. The word of the Lord says, verse 38, but who? But God. Is it up there on the monitor? But God giveth it. Talking about that seed. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him. And to every seed, look here, his own body. See, every seed got his own body. And God has given that which is in that seed everything that we need in order to make that body appropriate, to make that body positive, to make that body productive. Amen? All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men. There's another flesh of beast, there's another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies, these are spiritual bodies, or heavenly bodies, I should say, and there are bodies that are terrestrial, physical bodies. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another of the stars, another glory, and one star different from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption It is raised in incorruption. Amen. Let's go back up here to verse 38. This is what I want us to look at. Verse 38 says, but God giveth it a body. Talking about that seed of productivity. 
God gives that seed a body as it has pleased him. And to every seed his own body. So what happens is, is that the enemy comes in. And when the enemy comes in and we allow it to infiltrate us, what it does is it kills the positivity that's designed in the seed. And when you kill the productivity or the positivity that's inside the seed, you also kill off the productivity. That's why many Christians don't produce. They got too much going on. Can I say it up here? It starts here and it ends here. Right here. You see. We can come through that door every week and bust hell wide open. And go straight to the lake of fire at that appropriate time. Thinking that we got it going on. The only person that's got it going on is the sinner who confessed and said, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. He beat his chest. He didn't do like the self-righteous man. Well, you know, I'm glad I'm not like that one over there. Yes, you are. You worse. You just too stupid to know it. Well, I'm raw up in here. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to cut the devil. I'm going to cut him. I'm going to cut the devil in us. I'm going to cut self-righteousness in us because I run a church where we're peaceful. Ain't nobody trying to be this or trying to be seen. If When I see that spirit, I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it straight up. So God tells us to keep our eyes on Christ, you know. He tells us not to follow Christians because Christians will lead you up. But he said, follow me. Because most Christians don't even know what the Bible is saying. They're still in elementary school. A first grader trying to teach a graduate. Now, what's going to happen with that? Your knowledge is going to be puny. And you're not going to grow because in order to grow, you got to keep reaching. You got to keep reaching. And every time you go to reach in a positive way, I'm talking about the seed of positivity. That thing over there called the enemy within you. I say the enemy within you, not the one in somebody else, but the one that's in you. What it's going to try to do is it's going to come at you and try to hit you with all kind of influxes. So God says now, every seed I've given its own body in accordance to how it has pleased me. Not in accordance to how it has pleased you or how it has pleased someone else or whatever denomination that you come from under because all that's false teaching. It's nowhere in the Bible. 
to be Baptist or Methodist, you show it to me. I've been through all of them. I've seen the error of all of them. But you got people, I've heard people say, well, I'm going to die Baptist. Yeah, you might just die and go straight to hell too. Oh, you might. I'm preaching to the world. We worldwide. I know I got some folk hot already. I like making people hot at me. That's my motto. That's my M.O. around the world when I preach. That I make people angry. I hope I make you angry enough not to shut your ears, but to open your ears and see yourself and let me see myself for who we really are. Our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. And a man at his so-called best state is altogether vanity. So who am I to place judgment on another person? All I'm doing is placing it on myself. He said, now, I'm the one that have given this seed a body. And the way I've done it is in accordance to the way that it's pleased me. But when we allow certain things to come in in a negative aspect, what happens is it kills off that which pleases God. And we find ourselves in a place where we don't need to be. I'm not going to be with you long. I don't have to. I'm going to hit you and we're going to go. I'm going to leave you with hope. I'm going to leave you all up if I cut you. I'm just not going to leave you cut and bleeding. We're going to put some oil on it. The all of the anointing and the all of the word of God so that we can sit our silly selves down and come up in here. You know, you don't come up in here to hear or to become an officer or none of that. That's God's business. God chooses those people. When you come through that door, you come through that door to hear the word of the Lord and to exercise it in your life. You don't come up in here to be seen. Or to be known. That's child's play. That's childish. That grieves God's Holy Spirit in the people that are around you when we act a fool. Because we want to be seen or because we want to be known. I'll tell you something about being seen. Big responsibility comes with that. You better be able to hold and retain the image that you place upon yourself or you allow others to place upon you. Most times we place it on our own silly self and don't nobody be paying no attention to us. You say, look at that fool over there. They see right through it. You see, the Bible says a fool is considered wise until he opens his mouth. And then the spiritually discerning can see right through it. See, I'm cutting the devil. I'm doing, I'm doing a work up in here. That's why I'm in the pulpit today. That's my job. To run this church. When you see me up in here, something got to be dealt with. That's how we keep peace up in here. 
That's how we keep people safe up in here. That's how we keep love up in here. Because we don't let the devil come up in here and do nothing. No room for that. No room for pride. No room for wanting to be seen. No room for wanting to be known. None of that. Just want to be known by God. Because he's our refuge, our strength, our salvation, our life. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Let's deal with this seed of positivity. Which is the same as the seed of productivity. Matthew 6. Starting at the 22nd verse. Matthew 6 chapter. Over there. Put it up there for me, son. Look here. The word of the Lord said, the light of the body is the eye. What is he talking about here? That word light means the illuminator. The illuminator of the body is the eye. The eye here means the faculty of vision and knowing. Amen? See, where there is no vision, the people perish. Amen? That's Proverbs, what, 29? 29, 18, somewhere along in there. So the light of the body is the faculty of vision that you have. And if you don't have no vision, then you're going to perish and the people around you are going to perish too. You know why? Because Satan knows this, the enemy knows this, and this is what he tries to do. He tries to shoot in negative influences to kill out the light of our vision. Amen? Now, he said, if therefore thine eye be single, focused, the whole body shall be full of light. Amen? If you focus in your vision, if you focus in what you know from God, then it says that your whole body is going to be filled with light or illumination. In other words, it's going to be hard for somebody to fool you. And it's going to be very hard for you to fool yourself. Because the biggest enemy is you. My biggest enemy is me. My name is Larry and my problem is Larry. What's yours? Mm -hmm. You are your biggest problem. Of course, we lay it on others. But you're your biggest problem. You're the one that's allowing others to get on your nerves. You're the one that's... I guess I better get on back up here before somebody hit me in the head. Y'all got y'all rocks? <laughs> yes, yeah, some of them do. Oh, yeah, they here. They got them. You might not have yours yet. But I might hit you too, and you might pull yours out. Mm-hmm. 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 Verse 23 say, but if thine eye, (laughs) if your eye, your vision, your knowing, if it be evil, wow, that word evil there means filled with annoyances and hardships. He said, if 
your eye be evil, then your whole body shall be full of darkness, right? If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, then how great is that darkness? You remember I was telling you about having an evil eye. It don't mean that you're looking at somebody crazy or you're talking crazy. That's not what God's talking about. God's saying if your eye be evil, meaning that if you allow all of the things of the world, the coronavirus, to invade your positivity, where God already done told you ain't none of these plays going to come near you. But you 24-7 looking at the new coronavirus. <laughs> then all you're doing is killing the productivity and the positivity that's in your mind. That's supposed to be there. So, if your eye, if your eye is full of evil, annoyances, hardships, worried about the things of the world, worried about making money or greedy for making money, you know all of these things that get in the way of the word of God, you know, these things that choke the word and cause it to be unfruitful. Mm-hmm. See, one thing I know about God, you can get mad at me for preaching it, but it don't change the truth. See, God don't care nothing about you getting mad at the preacher. That don't mean nothing to him. Because God will sit you down just like he'll sit me down and anybody else. Start acting a fool and you'll see. Start acting a fool up in here and you will see where the dog is. Oh, you'll see. Most already know. God got me preaching this word for a reason. Don't you think he doesn't? Don't you think he doesn't? You just let God do what he's supposed to do because God is trying to protect us all from our own selves. We got a crazy world out there that's trying to kill off our positivity and our seeds of positivity and productivity. And it's invading us. Over and over and over and over. It's invading our mind and it's killing off the Christians. Herd mentality. In other words, we don't want you to think for yourself. We want you to be like a cow. <laughs> you don't hear more words they be using. Herd mentality. What? I ain't no cow. I'm a man created in the image and the likeness of God with a mind, with a will, with an emotion that makes it my soul. Now, what do I look like if God made me free that I'm going to allow 
anybody in government, media, hospitals, or anywhere else to tell me what I got to do and get mad at me when I don't do it. Well, you go to hell. That's all I can say to that. That's all I can say to that. I'm not here to play. You see, life is too short. People dying. See, see, see. I ain't got time to play with you. I ain't got time to make you feel good because you want me to tell you a lie. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of time to fool with you like that. So God's word says here. Yeah, now. Verse 24. Matthew 6, 24. He said, no man can serve two masters. Uh-huh. He said, either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold fast to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and mammon, which is the world and the things in the world and the things that money can buy. You, 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 you can't serve both. See, we got to make a choice. Oh, this day. See, 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 this is a new day for our walk with Christ. You can't put new wine in old wine skin. In other words, the new spirit you can't put in that old religious spirit, that old or that yesterday spirit that you had with God. No, you, you see, everything got to the new got to go in the new, or you gonna be looking like patches. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta. You ever sold a, a new patch on an old piece of clothes? Don't look right, do it. You know what I mean? Doesn't look right. Well, it doesn't look right in the spirit realm either. We can't serve two masters. See, see, see. It will kill the seed of positivity in your mind. You, you, you see, too many. It's a dichotomy there. You know, it's too many extremes there. You, know, you're trying to live for God, but you caught up with all this other stuff. You, I'm a Clemson fan. You think I care that Clemson lost last night? I figured they were going to lose anyway. It don't make no difference to me. Ain't no, they ain't put no money in my pocket. They ain't put no food on my table. They ain't put no spiritualness in me. So why should I care? If you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. I am not going to lose any sleep over nothing in this world. You understand that? Uh-uh. You can't serve two masters. You can't do it. It's either going to be this way, and you be willing to fight that thing all the time to keep it out of your mind. Because it's going to always be trying to come. Something negative is going to always be trying to come in your head, and I know I'm speaking to God's people. Something's always trying to come into you. Next time a negative thought comes in your mind, you just remember what the old preacher said. That he's trying to kill off my productivity. 
my positivity. That's what they're trying to do. And cast that thing out. Bible says cast cast that thing down. Every imagination and thing to try to bring itself up against the knowledge of Christ. It says get rid of it. So our challenge today is to become aware of what it is that this world and our life in this world is trying to do to us. The earth is not the world. The world is what man has made it. And it's done called this big big problem and hell is coming up to meet us and enlarging itself Mm -hmm. (laughs) you see all them caskets that that flood got them all downtown in people's yards and everything caskets with people's bodies and bones and remains all over the place dead men but we dead men walking, running around here, thinking we got it going on, and we don't really have it going on. Because we more concerned about, we're like Martha. Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, trying to get a word. Martha running all around acting a fool, and trying to get Mary to do what she was doing. <laughs> And Jesus just straightened her out right quick. He said, look here, Martha, you worried about a lot of things. You come to about this, that, and everything. But Mary over here doing a good thing, and I'm not going to take her away from it. Not going to do it. Now, if we got Jesus in us, we also can discern when people are sitting at the foot of Jesus and when people are doing the Mary, they want to be seen. You think we stupid up in here? Not stupid. So I'm going to kill that spirit today. I don't want to see nobody operating in that spirit in here. Now if you get mad, that's on you. That means that you can't be chastised because the Bible says, book of Hebrew, whom the Lord loved, he chastised. Scourges every son he received. But that means daughters too. But if you don't receive the chastisement, God called you a bastard. That's in the book. You read it. He didn't, he didn't mix no words with that. Because you're getting angry at the chastisement of God. You're not getting angry at the chastisement of me. I'm not the one doing God the one speaking through me. He's speaking his word. So let's be careful, church. Let's be careful in how we deal with this thing. Amen? Amen. Matthew 5.14. Matthew 5.14. Over there. Watch this. Ye are the light of the world. We, in other words, we are the illuminator 
of the world. We're the one that brings life. But watch this. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, right? However, see, there's another part to this. Put that back up there, son. Uh, or granddaughter. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Leave it there for a second. I want, I, I want people to see something here. But there's another side to this. If a city is inundated in fog, rain, a storm, can't see it. Can you see through thick fog? You can't, can you? Anything that's obscurity will cause misfortune. In your sight. Or the. In the sight of those that's supposed to see. If we are the illuminators of the world. And our light is all fogged up. Because of all this negativity and stuff. That we're allowing to come into our head. Then ain't nobody going to see us as being light. Right? Same thing. Same thing. Next verse. Next book, next verse. Still in Matthew. <coughs> Matthew 13th chapter, verse 24 through 26. Mm-hmm. Amen. Matthew 13, I think that's right, 24 through 26, 24 through 26. Over there, watch it. He says, God said, that the kingdom, test. God says that the kingdom, another parable, Put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven, that's the foundation of God's power in us. That's what kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God means. It means the foundation of God in us, okay? This is why in the book of Acts 1-3 that Jesus, the Bible says after his resurrection, he taught for 40 days his disciples He taught them on things pertaining to the kingdom of God. He was trying to get them ready to understand what was inside of them. If the church, or should I say if the preachers that are in the church, I'm talking to you preachers now, because a bunch of y'all make me sick. Just plain out ignorant. False teachings. Running all around the place acting crazy when you ought to have them folks sitting down and hearing and giving them people a revelation of the word of God that can challenge them and help them. I'm speaking to you preachers. God takes care of me so I don't care about who I offend. 
I'm going to preach it and I'm going to go on about my business. See, right now in these churches, they hooping and hollering and slobbering all over the place. And the people still dumb as they ever was 20 years ago when they first came there. Ain't learning nothing. Well, we had a good time. What the preacher preach about? Well, you know, but he did a whole lot of hooping. We had a good time. Yeah, well, you have a good time in hell, too. If we don't get some knowledge up in us and some, some strength up in us and some power up in us. Apostle, mark your territory. Mark your territory. And when you mark your territory, you won't have problems. Because you will keep that devil shut up. You'll keep him, because he know when he raises his head up, you got something that's going to cut his head, slap off. You don't have to do this often. That's the good thing about it. Cut them phones off in here. Have them phones up in here on. Sorry, ain't going to make it. Cut them off. That's, what, that's another thing that's wrong. We can't learn nothing because we're on them phones. Man, walk out. See, that's what the enemy does. The enemy will take and try to distract you while you listen to the Word of God. The enemy will, he uses that old phone a lot now. So y'all remember, when you come up in here, unless you posting, like we got designated people to do, put them phones, cut them off, or put them on silence, or whatever you do. Because if you don't, you better hope I'm not in the pulpit when one go off. Because I will embarrass you. Because the Bible says rebuke openly so that others will be ashamed. I'm going to do my job. And I'm still going to love you now. But love ain't always kissing you on the cheek. <laughs> we laugh about it. Because it is funny. Ain't nothing to it. It says now another. The kingdom of heaven is likened to a man which sows. What kind of seed? Good seed in his life. That word feel there means in his life. Uh-huh. We're talking about the seed of positivity, right? But watch this. Verse 25. Watch it close. But while men slept. See, that's where we mess up. See, see that's what that negative thing will do. It will put us to sleep. And dim our light. Amen? Amen? That's what it's designed to do. So why? And, and, and the negative, the enemy, he wants to put us to sleep so that he can come in and he can sow among the positive things in you. He wants to sow negativity or tears, okay? 
And it mixes in and it all looks like it's the same until it comes time to produce. And when it comes time to produce, wait a minute. I got all kind of negativity tears in my mind. And when I try to pull something from God, I got all this other stuff over here choking me, keeping me from being able to relate with God, have a relationship. <laughs> Y'all don't talk to me. <laughs> See? Have a relationship with God. All this stuff. Because I got all this old crazy stuff in my mind. Oh, come on now. So God is trying to tell us today that, hey, no, 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 get rid of this. Well, I can't. Well, then you're just going to be in your misery. Because I told a lady a long time ago. I said, you need to, you need to turn all that loose. Well, I can't. Well, if you can't, if you don't, if you can't or you don't want to or whatever your situation is, then I, I, I can't help you. And God can't help you either unless you're willing to let some stuff go and get rid of some stuff. He'll leave you right there in your misery until you come out of it. Yes, he will too. He'll be there for you. But see, some things God has to, God's given us free will. He respects that. If we want to die and go to the lake of fire, God will allow it. If that's what you want. <laughs> He's not going to put you there. No, you put yourself there. Or me. By the choices that we make. Amen? So sooner or later, we got to wake up. Somebody say, wake up. We got too much negative stuff up in here. It's good to be going at your little careers and going on your jobs. Stay focused. Because that's a, that, 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 that thing gotta, can get unbalanced real easy now. You know. Worrying about money. Greed for money and all of that. Prestige and all that stuff. We got to be careful. That thing will take you out of balance with yourself. Amen. So we, we, we want to be careful of that. But he tells us now, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm close. He tells us now we need to be careful because this thing is likened unto, this kingdom of heaven is likened to a, a man we sow good seed. But while we were sleeping, in other words, while we were worried about all these other things like Mary, not like Mary, but like Martha, she running all around the place looking and acting crazy. Mm-hmm. But God says for us that we should continue on. We should continue on to do His will. Continue to fight. Don't give up. Continue to come and hear the word of the Lord, but just don't come to hear the word of the Lord. We've got to begin 
to work it within our lives. You're not going to work everything out of every sermon that you hear, but you got to pick and focus in on what it is that you need to deal with and God is dealing with, with you with in that particular sermon, okay? Whatever it is. And today is dealing with how negativity, negative thoughts and influences, frustrations and hardships and annoyances comes in and kills our positivity. And when you kill the positive in us, you kill off the productivity. Amen? Give God some praise. Come on up, bro. 